on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What's up guys, it's Andy Frisella and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today, what are we doing here? Q&AF? Q&AF. Today, we're doing a Q&AF. Let's see how that works. <laughs> uh, before I get into the Q&AF, I'd like to remind you of the fee. The fee is extremely important because Instagram has decided that I am not allowed to speak on Instagram anymore. So uh, please share the show if you get value from it. Uh, you know, put in your story, put in a post, cool. More importantly, talk to people about it. You know, have conversations about it. Have conversations about what we're talking about and our points of view. Uh, and the lessons that we teach regarding how to win um, because they're valuable and we'd appreciate it if you shared them. So with that being said, you guys do a good job of that, by the way. I just want to say that, you know, I appreciate we've been able to keep a top, you know, five show on iTunes for fucking seven, eight. What is it? Six 15, years. whatever, six years, seven years almost uh, based off of word of mouth, you know, and that's how I like to do it. Uh, that's how I teach. That's how I teach business building is through doing such a good job that people will naturally talk about you. And that's what I hope to do here to, as well. Uh, but I do like to remind you guys that, you know, we depend on you. So share the shit. All right. Yeah. Uh, what do we, what do we got today, bro? We got three questions and guys, you guys know how this works. I asked Andy three questions. He has no idea what these are. Um, and you guys do an awesome job of emailing your questions in as always email them to ask Andy at Andy and uh, with that being said, let's yeah. get into it. All right, so number one. So obviously you're- you're. What are you eating over there? Oh, I'm glad you asked. First form uh, protein sticks. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Did you practice that? I didn't, but- uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they're fucking delicious. And I don't know why Sal brought me three more. Why you got about 700 calories Sal brought of those, those in, bro. There, bro. Like, I, I told him I was going to grab you know, two. One, one of those is a meal, bro. Yeah, I know. That's one and I'm a half like, for you. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. All right. How's the, how's the program going? Uh, so it's funny you say that. So I'm, I'm, I'm restarting today. Oh, really? I got sick as fuck over this past weekend. With, yeah. With my I know you one. said that, but I didn't know if you were really sick oh, no, or you playing hooky. No, no, bro. I, I was fucking done. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I said, I laid in the bed for about fucking 12 hours. Sunday. Really? Oh yeah. That, so Ryan got RSV. It was uh, two days into daycare. She was got it the sick. Fauci, Fauci virus? No, it wasn't that funny story though. So we, had, we, we did have to take her to the urgent care. Saturday night. So Ryan got sick. She got sick from okay. daycare, right? I mean, it's kids, daycare is a fucking cesspool. Yeah, it is right. what it is, right? Like, I, I acknowledge that. I know it. We're good. Um, but Saturday night, a fever went over 100. I'm like, all right, urgent care time. Let's go. There's one right down the street from the house. And so we're getting there. And I'm like, you know, preparing myself. I'm like, all right, we're not fucking doing this mass shit. They asked to stick something up her fucking nose. We're not doing it. I mean, I was like, we're, you know, we're getting riled up, getting ready for this shit. Like, we're about to yeah. go to war. Yeah. And we go in, there's not even a mask on. The, the lady checking us in, she didn't say one fucking word about it. go to mask. that uh, all-access urgent care? Uh, the Cardinal Glennon Urgent Care. Okay. Uh, test, you know, 21 in Butler Hill. It's, okay. it's brand new. It's yeah, right yeah, it's there. new. All brand right. new. It's fucking I've been amazing. to both ones. They yeah, yeah. both, both run a good operation. They're, they're awesome. You know, they, they, didn't, they didn't say one fucking word. Yeah. They, they, the moment we walked in, all they cared about was Ryan, making yeah. sure that she was good. They didn't none say- None of this political shit. None of the shit. Right. And it was cool. Even going back, the doctor and the, the NP, they were great. They didn't push any crazy shit. Like it was, it was very, very refreshing. That's good. But I got sick as fuck. So yeah. and Alex is working through some shit now too. But but I, dude, I don't know what the fuck they got at them daycares, but it's something, and it got me. Yeah. So um, 
you know, Sunday I was able to manage to get my shit done, but then Monday, man, I woke up and it was almost like 10 times worse. Today I feel fine. Yeah. Um, you might want to lice all the mic down a little bit, but yeah. I feel good overall, you know, but this uh, so back to day so one. So today's back to day one? Today's back to day all one. All right. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not fucking stopping. Am I going to take a break? Oh, no, I'm going to push That's right That's how it's supposed it. to do. How yeah. many days were you in? 30. 31, oh, actually, yeah. All right. Well, that should get you. We should get you down to your two seventy five goal in this oh, stretch. Oh, that's where then. I'm going. Bro, yeah. I, listen, I'm not. There's no fucking stuff. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So day one today, and uh, you know, I'm right back on it, man. Yesterday was just fucking. It was literally impossible for me to move. Like yeah. I was hurting. So. Um. But yeah. All right. So question. So, so question. So obviously, Andy, you're 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 a motherfucking CEO. You're a boss, right? And I saw this question was it was interesting because this is not from a. It is from a perspective of a of a business owner. But more so from an employee side, right? So as an employee, how should that employee handle bringing ideas to you, right? How does that employee handle bringing ideas uh, to their leadership, to their ownership, when it contradicts what their ownerships and leadership's values or beliefs are at that time, right? So yeah. you know, my boss said we want to do A, but I think B is better because of X, Y, and Z. Like, so mm -hmm. how should that employee present that? Uh, dude, that's a really good question because that matters. Um, a lot of employees like to do this thing where they see the other side of the coin and they want to bring it to the, the decision maker yeah. because they think it's going to make them more valuable. Right. Um, and they do this before they have a comprehensive understanding of why things are done the way they are. Mm. So what people have to understand, I think it's very good to have input. I think it's very good to contribute. I think it's very good to think about things and how they could be done differently to produce a better result. But I think it's also important to have a comprehensive understanding of why things are done the way they are done. Because a lot of times newer employees come with these like ideas, right? What they don't realize is like, yeah, motherfucker, we had those ideas about 10 years ago and they didn't work. It happened to me. I did. Right. <laughs> right. I get it. So, so that's what people, so people's ignorance and lack of experience uh, leads them to come with things that have already been thought of. Yeah. And that could be avoided by checking yourself and thinking, okay, well, why are they done this way now? And is it possible that this idea that I have could have already been done? And to think through those things before you go present it to your decision maker, whoever that boss is, right? Yeah. So when you go to present it, um, understand that you should have all th thought through those things. Like the worst kind of person to me, dude, is the, is the person who's trying to come in make an impression. They want to seem like they're real smart and they keep coming to you with all these ideas. It's like, bro, you started here a week ago. I've been doing this for 23 fucking years. Right. You think I haven't thought of that shit? Get the <laughs> fuck out of my face. Right. For real. It's right. annoying. I, I so, get it. So having an awareness of what has taken place before you ever even stepped into this building yeah. is probably a good thing to have. Okay. Now, I know that sounds super discouraging. People are like, well, fuck, dude. I don't, don't want to shut up. Right? I don't want to say shit. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's just say you've worked through that scenario and you've fought through those things. How should you present that to the decision maker? The best way to do that is to, to go up to them or go in their office or wherever they are and say, hey, why do we do things this way? And ask them why we do things the way that we do them. Because in that explanation will probably tell you why the idea that you think is so great probably doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if you hear the explanation, we say, Hey, why do we do this thing? Um, the next question would be, okay, why don't we do it this way? 
Mm-hmm. All right. So now you've taken it from, oh, I'm so ego. I've had this right, great right. idea uh, and you're a stupid boss. And instead of you like trying to put uh, this uneducated idea onto them and making yourself look stupid, yeah. you just ask them in a way that offers them a simple answer, right? Like, well, okay, well, why don't we do it this way? Because I would think this one might be a good way to do it. Right. Okay, now you have an opening where there's no ego, right? right? Like now we're in a conversation about why we do and why we don't. And there's not like this- Guard no, up. I feel like there's a guard up with the owner. 100%. Yeah. So now you've got a conversation going of trying to find the best solution. So like if you came to me and you said, well, why don't we do it this way? I would say, well, here, we used to do it this, this is most likely what's going to happen. We did it this way or we used to do it this way, the way you're thinking. Yeah. And it didn't work. Here's what happened and here's why. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sometimes you're going to get a response of, man, I don't know. I never thought about it like that. That's a good idea. I'm going to think about that. That's a win, right? Yeah. Like, okay. So if someone comes to me and I say that to them. Um, usually it's, uh, it's caused me to think, right? Which is, makes me value that employee more, right? Yeah. So yeah. right now I'm thinking, okay, this person's smart. They're thinking outside the box. Yeah. But when this person approached me with that other tone of like, Hey, I got this idea. Blah, 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 I think you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. really, this is all about the approach. Mm. This is about how understand and have a comprehensive understanding of why we do things and why we don't do certain things before you ever take the idea to someone who's uh, your main decision maker and understand that, you know, the best way to approach it is in a way of like, hey, man, can you explain to me why we do this? Because I, I, I get it. But. Have we ever thought about this? Mm. Those are the best conversations I've found. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you run in as the new guy trying to make an impression and you talk to someone who's been grinding it out for a decade or more and you think you've got all the answers figured out just by the, the lack of time you've put in. Now, you may hit a home run and come up with something good, right. but I'm going to tell you, 99% of the time, the shit you're about to sputter is going to make you look stupid. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. And, and, and that can brand you for life yeah. in your business, yeah. right? Like, like there's people here, like, dude, remember that guy who came in and asked me that thing about my brother? Remember? Oh, how he's going to beat him? Yeah, yeah, high, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, how dude, I, get into yeah, or something. and I'm like forever, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. Like, right. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And um, that's a hard thing to break. Yeah. So make sure that you're doing your fucking critical thinking and your homework and asking the right way. That's the best way to get things across. I, I, I do that with my yeah. peers or even with my subordinates, people who I, people who I'm in charge of, I'll ask them, explain to me why we're doing it this way. Right. You know, and they'll say, Oh, it just sounds know. better. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. well, have we thought about doing it this way or why don't we do it this way? Mm. And that's, that's a way, that's a good way to lead and introduce ideas. I think that keeps everybody's ego, uh, not only in check, but protected. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. All right. Question number two. Ego doesn't have any place in those kind of conversations, by the way. I'm talking to you from a realist perspective. Yeah. Ideally, your leader and you should be able to put ego aside to find the best solution. I'm just trying to warn you how to not look like a dumbass. <laughs> okay. And understand the reality that people do have egos. Sometimes you could have the best idea in the world. And the motherfucker making decisions is going to look at you and be like, fuck you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of the way you produce, you, you right. uh, present it's it also staying you because then you walk around thinking your idea is dumb or whatever it is. Yeah. That's right. So a lot of it has to do with just really being a good communicator and aware. All right. Dope. All right. Question number two. So 
this is something I know because I, you know, I'm with you all the time, right? I've seen you shirt off, all that stuff. You have a shit ton of tattoos. Yeah. So can we just, you know, spend a couple of minutes talking about your tattoos? Like, wh what was your first tattoo you ever had, and what was your your most recent one? What do they mean to you? Just yeah, people, people are asking about the tats. That's man. weird. Really? Yeah. I never get asked about that. <laughs> well, because I, I feel like you what, see them enough to like to, yeah, to like, want to know more. No, about I've them. got hundreds of hours of tattoo work. Um, what was your first one? I've got uh this the the piece that i have between my wrist and my on, on my inner forearm on my left arm between my wrist and my elbow mm -hmm. was my first one um you know it, and it just went from there yeah. you know what i'm saying like i just i got into it uh growing up i always thought tattoos were cool but i never knew, knew what i wanted mm -hmm. um i didn't get tattooed my first tattoo i didn't get till i was 34 oh wow yeah so like um you know i I was always of the school of like, oh, you know, we come from a classic, uh, more traditional type family in, in that regard. My dad was very anti-tattoo growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, I was taught that people with tattoos were losers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I still remember when I got my first tattoo and my dad saw it, I could tell he was a little irritated. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. But like, that's their era, <laughs> yeah. right? Like yeah. that's their era. And um, it's funny how I got my first one. Uh, Rob Bailey, who's a good buddy of mine, um, Flagner fail. Uh, you guys know Rob. He, he texts me a picture of his friend, uh, randomly and said, dude, my, my buddy is the best tattoo artist on earth. And I saw the picture and I was like, holy fuck, that's some good shit. That's what I want. Yeah. And I knew instantly this is who I wanted to work, do my work mm -hmm. after all that time thinking about it. Right. So, uh, I called him up. I, I texted him and we started talking and he was came to my house literally the next week. Wow. So like I didn't have time. So he was to moving quick. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't really have time to think about it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, uh, we, we did a Prometheus uh, on this part of my arm and then it just went from there. And yeah. we went from thing to thing to thing. And, uh, you know, for those of you that don't know Prometheus, he was uh, in, in mythology, the creator of made men of clay. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a lot of what I do, right? Mm -hmm. Like I mold people. Um, that's my job these days. My job is to mold you guys. My job is to mold these young people here. Um, and so it was appropriate for me. And then I did, a, I did an Athena on the backside of my arm. Um, I did Nike, the goddess of victory, up on the top part of my arm. And then it just went like... Yeah. I did my whole back. I got my whole thigh uh, from knee to hip. Um, you know, I got my chest done. Like, it, it, I I formed a really good relationship with my tattoo artist, and you know, we're buddies. And he's now. done all your work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I haven't had any other tattoo artists. So his name's Eric Marcinizen, and uh, he's coming here to do uh, a rib piece on me uh, here at the end of November. Oh shit! Yeah, so, Eric's awesome too. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. And honestly, bro, like we tattooed. Like more so now, like, you know, it's more so we want to hang out. Right. So it's like, you know, and, and once you start getting tattooed, you start like, once you have so much coverage, you almost forget that you have it. Like it's, mm. it's so normal. Or it becomes you. It becomes yeah. You and so like when you're younger and you're thinking like, oh, fuck, dude, I got to think all these, I want the right thing. And yeah. this has got to look perfect and this and that. As you become more tattooed, you care less about what's on you and more about like the, like who did it, what it looks like, mm. um, you know, and you don't like overthink it. Like, it's just kind of like, 
it's a it's a cool process to be a part of. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just something I I got into and I never really thought I would be one of these people that's like almost covered in tattoos. But like, it's fucking dope. Like, I mean, because <clears throat> that, that's the thing. Like, I really I never thought it, that. Like, yeah. When I, when I look at you, it's like, and, and to be clear, guys, these, this is not like Andy doesn't have fucking live, laugh, love on his fucking chest. No, it's right? art. This yeah. is real fucking art. Yeah. And it's a long process, too. I saw the, la- the, the thigh piece you did. I sat there. I mean, you, yeah. you fucking. It was four full days of like 12, 13 hour yeah, fucking yeah. straight. Yeah. Like we session. never sat. So Eric is a, is a guy who co- he'll come to you. Like he'll come to your house and yeah. do it. Um, it's, it's very expensive. He's at the top of the game price wise. Uh, anybody who knows tattoo industry knows where Eric is. He's at yeah. the very, very top. It's all black and gray. Um, you know, for a day, de- a day, just for one day, which is an eight hour day, you know, uh, it, it's, I don't even want to say what it is because <laughs> it's, it's considerable. Yeah. And then you throw into like hundreds of hours of work. Yeah. Um, cause we're, we're in him and I figured it out last time. We're somewhere around 250 hours. It's insane. Yeah. And, um, but you got to think of it too. Like, dude, that's a cosmetic procedure. It's yeah. like, you like for me, I wanted the best. I wanted to wait till I could get really good work before I got any. And now, you know, I'm really happy with what I have. Like I'm yeah. totally like, there's not ever a time where I walk through a area, like, you know, a pool or a beach or wherever I might be and not like, I never think like, Oh fuck dude, my tattoos are shitty. Mm-hmm. Like I already know, like they're the shit. No, you're walking you know fucking Picasso. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, it's real art. It's just a yeah. new, a, a different medium than what, people think of well i think socially it's become way more acceptable oh now for too, sure i think it's which is good to see like yeah, you see it, the military opening relaxing the stand well look dude and, i i think it's more rare to not have tattoos i don't think everybody mm-hmm. needs tattoos and i think people should wait until they know for sure what they want to get yeah you know like you do have to look at that shit every day you do have to fucking look at yourself every day like you better make sure you fucking like it like a lot of these dudes go out and get spongebob square pants <laughs> shit like and then they're like fuck dude I, like you look like a clown later right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think it's important to really, like, I don't want it to sound like, oh yeah, it's just whatever, but like find someone good, you know, work through the ideas and make sure they make sense for you. Don't copy someone else's swag, come up with your own shit. And, um, I think it's a really, it's a really enjoyable process. I, I, I like it. Yeah. So, uh, and, and it's, you know, it's, it, I don't know. It's something I never really thought I would have or be, but it, it is. And it's funny too, because like I forget I have them. Yeah. <laughs> like I forget I fucking forget. Yeah. You know? So uh yeah. Oh. All right. Question number three. So this one's gonna get maybe a little deep, but I, I, a lot of people I'm, I know a lot of people are gonna love you this answer. So very, very simple question. What happens after you die? Man, you know, uh, Something happens, um, and I'm not talking like you de- decompose and die. Uh, I've had enough experiences in my life, uh, paranormal, that have hundred percent convinced me that there is something after that. Uh, I've had instances with, uh, you know, where God's truly come through for me. Okay, so I believe in that, um, and I'm very much so. I mean, we live in Missouri, dude. This is the show me state. So like, I'm not like, I'm a skeptical person. So like, I have to really see something to believe it. And, um, dude, I had a fucking experience the other night, bro. Scared the fuck out of me, dude. Uh, you know, I, I live in a historical property 
Um, it used to belong to Ulysses S. Grant, who was the 18th president of the United States, um, you know, back when in his day, he owned this property that I live on. And uh, I was down in the basement of our house and we've had all kinds of weird shit, dude. Like we've yeah. had, we have a video, you've seen the video. Yeah. We have this video. I've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, we have this video of a baby carriage that we use for our dogs um, literally pushing itself uh, across the cobblestones and the bricks. Wind can't blow a, a like, I'll show the video. We'll show it on a, we'll, we'll, we want to do a real AF ghost edition. Yeah. Uh, because this shit is like, it'll go super viral because it's, sure. it's one of the most convincing paranormal videos I've ever seen. Agreed. And it, I haven't shared it anywhere and neither, like em, I haven't even had Emily text me the video because I don't want it even out there. Right. You know She's the only person who has it. Yeah. It's on yeah. her phone. That's it. And, um, but I had this experience the other night, bro. Uh, I was down in our basement and we have this area between the finished area and then like a utility room. And in our utility room, uh, we have like a pantry, right? Like a freezer and, and pantry and all this shit. So I was down there getting some shit. It was like fucking, I don't know, probably 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And Emily went outside to let the dogs out before we went to bed. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was in the house alone and I was down there and I was walking into the basement and uh, I, I felt weird. I felt like it felt, it just felt fucking weird. Yeah. Like somebody was watching me or like, you ever know that feeling where your hair stands up like for no fucking reason? It felt like that when I was walking in and I grabbed, uh, I think I was getting a, a pack of beef jerky is what I was getting. I grabbed the beef jerky. I started to walk out and the, the doors to go into that unfinished area are French doors. So they, they, they open together. Right. And I got like three feet outside of the door, um, from coming back out of the utility room and the fucking door slammed three times as hard, dude, as hard as someone could slam it. Like my size or your size. Yeah, fuck that. Like it was like, boom, boom, boom. Like, and like, dude, it fucking froze me. Yeah. It froze Dude, me. Fuck that. No, yeah. no, bro. Listen, I froze. I've never been ever in my life, ever, 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 ever as scared as I was in that fucking moment. Like it felt like I was about to be attacked is what it felt like. And my fucking, all my hair stood up. I fucking got so scared that I fucking froze. And I don't give a fuck what any of you motherfuckers say. Like that's never happened to me before yeah. where I got so terrified. I fucking froze. And it took like every ounce of my mind to get my body to even move. Like it was the weirdest sensation I never felt before in my life. I went upstairs and I didn't run, dude. I like, it was like, I had to like consciously force my body to take these steps Jesus. to get outside. That's how, like, you know how that is in my house where yeah. I go up the stairs through the kitchen, yeah. back out the back room. Yeah. Like every step I had to like think about and I got outside and, 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 and I just looked at Emily and she's like, what's wrong? I couldn't fucking talk. Dude. Jeez. She's like, what's wrong? And I, I like, like, that's how fucking terrified I was. It wasn't, it wasn't the door slamming. It wasn't like the air conditioner. Right. Like this was, was fucking something really not good. And it scared the fucking shit out of me. So because of things like that, and I've had other situations like that in my life, uh, not to that extent of like, bad things like yeah. other things 
have just happened and I've seen them and I have stories and we'll save those for that show. But um, there's something else. Mm. And I don't know, you know, I've always thought that a lot of what they talk about in the afterlife is a bait to, and this is my honest belief. I've always thought they tell these stories um, to, to create morality in society, right? Yeah. So we don't have fucking just crazy shit going on. For sure. Which every society has to have a set of morals, which, uh, you know, that's a lot of what we've been talking about lately. Yeah. But, so I've always been of the opinion that these stories have maybe been to create this illusion of something after so that you will behave when you're here, right? But, Bro, the more I look into it, the older I get. And a lot of people who are younger will say, yeah, that's because you're questioning your own mortality. No, it has nothing to do with what I feel about myself. No. Like I was not aware for millions of years before I was born, bro. And I wasn't mad about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we don't know. Yeah. So that's what happens. If that's what happens after you die, do you really fucking care? Do you really know? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, if that's what the worst thing to be afraid of is, what difference does it really make? So, but I have seen enough as I've gotten older and experienced life to where I could truly, truly, truly say that I believe 100% there's a God. I believe 100% there's universal quantum physical powers that have to do with God that create reality in our existence. And I believe 100% that there's something that happens afterwards. Now, to answer the question, what? I don't know, but I could tell you that I've had enough personal experience and I think you guys trust me enough to know that I wouldn't fucking bullshit you um, to say those three definitive things. You know, yes, there's a God. Yes, there's quantum physical, metaphysical properties in the universe that are probably related to God. And, uh, you know, there's something afterwards. You know, Sean Whalen and I took a famous photograph at uh, Billy G's. I remember this. That has a ghost I remember in seeing it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was another situation where we caught something on actually on camera. Yeah. Um, I had a situation at my old house where I lived in Springfield, Missouri. So, I mean, I've had a lot of these weird, these weird things and they've been going on my whole life. Like, yeah. uh, I think I've always been more open to these things. Um, and I think the more you open to them, the more you see the them. The more it comes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's, my, that's where I'm at on it, you know. And I know that's a long way around saying that, but I don't know. But I know there's something. And I think it's a good idea to live your life as if there's something and all those things they tell us about being a good person <laughs> are true yeah. for a couple reasons. One, um, it's a good way to live. Yeah. You know, it helps other people live cohesively and in harmony and happy and helpful. And it's a good way. Are you going to be perfect on all those things all the time? Probably not. But that's the point of life. What'd you learn? How'd you improve? What did you, what did you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, understanding that, uh, you know, if you live that way and it is that way, you're in a good spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be slamming doors in Andy's yeah. basement. <laughs> so, yeah. So like, dude, I, you know, and a lot of people will, a lot of younger people have been brought up to belief. That's all bullshit and yeah. this and that. But like, dude, look, man, I'm 42 years old now. I've seen a lot of shit. I've had a lot of shit happen and enough to convince me a very skeptical realist person 
that this shit is real. Hmm. And uh, nobody could convince me otherwise. Like you could sit there and tell me, you know, blah, 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 blah. bro, it's my belief. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I actually think that's a big problem in society right now. I think people have lost faith in God. And well, the moral they, compass is definitely out well, there. That, well, that, yeah. well, and that comes from the apathy yeah. towards, towards God and living a higher purpose life. Because when you don't think there's any repercussions for what the fuck you do, why, why would you keep your line in check? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, you know, I, I think a lot of people here, uh, especially in this point in time in history, are going to be really fucked up later on in life over some of the shit they've been living. But, you know, that's the point of life, dude. Recognize you've been living wrong. Try to make it right and 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 be good from there on out and use those lessons to help other people achieve the same thing. And that's that's how I kind of see it. Yeah, that's real. Well, guys, that's three. Now go pay the fee. Yeah. Three yeah. and pay the fee. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Doesn't know. Headshot. Case closed. Close.